Hey guys, welcome back to Gym Fix. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Taylor is here with me. What's up, guys? What's up? And uh, hey, real quick, make sure you guys are subscribing um, and rating our podcast. So that really helps us out as we um, as we keep doing these episodes. So if you can do that, whatever platform you're on, I think we're on um, like nine different platforms. So just uh, whichever one you're on, just give us a quick rating. Let us know how we're doing. Um, and then, hey, just put some questions in there too. We can answer them on the podcast for you. So um, yeah, but that's it. So welcome. Today's episode is going to be a good one. We are talking about how to how to bulletproof your life. What it means is that there are certain things that you can control and there are also certain things you cannot control in your life. And um, like a good example of this. So my wife was asking me, okay, well, what does bulletproofing your life mean? And I said, all right, well, let me put it this way. So we live in Texas, both Taylor and I, so you can attest to this. So in Texas, North Texas, uh, especially it hails a lot. So what are some ways you can, or what is the way that you can bulletproof your car from getting hailed on? Well, I told my wife, I said, well, you just park in the garage, baby. <laughs> that is, that is the perfect example of, of, of bulletproofing your life. Um, and so we want to talk about bulletproofing your health, especially, obviously this is a fitness podcast, so we want to get into that, but there's so much psyche that goes into, um, being a healthy person overall, not just in the gym, but just, just in your own fitness journey. And so we want to really touch on that with you. Um, I think the last few episodes, as we develop this, we've, we've kind of learned, um, me personally, gosh, like I really have to take inventory of some of this stuff in my life. And that's where this whole bulletproofing thing came from. So, um, Taylor, I mean, I mean, what do you think, man? What are your thoughts on that? And how would you define bulletproofing your health or your life? Yeah, no, I think it's a really interesting topic. Um, and I think really what it boils down to is just, you know, planning, planning for the future. Um, and one thing that, you know, you and I kind of talked about, you know, before this was it's not just planning for, you know, six months down the road or, you know, whatever it's, it's kind of having an overall plan for the big picture. So, um, you know, setting those goals long-term so that way you aren't, you know, reaching a goal and then you're kind of stuck and like, well, I hit that. So I guess I'm good. Um, but having like big long-term goals. So that way, you know, you do have the ability to, you know, tweak along the way and kind of go, but, you know, for me coming up with, with a overall theme of what I wanted to do. So if we're looking at fitness, it was, you know, I really want to lose weight. So that way I can be more involved in my kids' life as they grow up, you know, whether that's sports or whatever their hobbies are, I want to be able to keep up. So then you have to come up with similar to parking in the garage, things that I can do, things that I can control to help me attain those goals. So whether that's nutrition, whether that's working out, whatever it is, you have to come up with those, you know, fail safes, if you will, uh, on things that, you know, with, is within my power to control. That way I can, you know, become the best that I can be. Yeah. And I think like people, I think we don't, we don't word it this way, but we know it. So if you have a goal, like if you have any goal in life, whether it's fitness or whatever it is, you are trying to bulletproof your life or something at that at that level. So um, like if you're eating healthy, like why like why are you doing that? And this kind of goes back to the why. Well, you're trying to bulletproof yourself for something, whatever is important to you. Um, 
you know, so that would be, I would, I would hope it would be your health, right? First, your health first. And then, um, and then maybe you're just trying to lose some weight. So I don't, uh, I mean, I think that kind of trickles down from health, you know, in general, but I think just saying like, if you have a goal, um, why, you know, why, why is that goal happening? What are you not scared of, but, but what are you trying to conquer? You know, what are you trying to really, to really hit hard and hit home and, and change and change your psyche or change your mindset about it? You know? Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, to, to put it on more of like a, I guess a smaller scale, not even really smaller scale, but just something that's real. The first thing that I think of when I hear bulletproofing, you know, your life is for me, the biggest thing is nutrition. Yeah. So some of the things I do to bulletproof that is, you know, I, I try to avoid, you know, snacks in the house, extra things that I don't, I don't need. Um, cause if they're there, I'm more than likely going to eat them. Yeah. Um, another big thing is I try to meal prep. So that way I always know for lunch what I'm going to eat. Um, I know how many calories are in it. I know exactly what's, you know, the nutritional value of everything that I'm eating at lunch is going to be. So that way, you know, when I, if I do want something a little bit different for dinner, I can do it, but it's, it's taking those things that really in the long run are pretty easy to do and just executing them. So I do, I do once a year and this, this doesn't always work out, but this is what I do once a year. So I'll sit down in November, December, whatever it is. And I will literally map out the next year of my, um, uh, of my workouts. So I would say like 90% of the time I usually end up changing them like three or four months in, but what I'm doing, I'm getting in the mindset of bulletproofing myself to say, okay, I'm committing to something here. Like this is it because you know, I think, I think there's a lot of stigma, a lot, you know, around people that work out. Right. So we're known as, you know, hashtag gym rat, hashtag, whatever, you know, you can call it whatever it is. And I think people from the outside looking in think that's really, uh, for lack of better words, douchey. Right. Um, I mean, absolutely. It's, it, it just, it just, it appears that way, but really, if you think about it, that person's way more committed than you are. So, I mean, if you have someone that's claiming that they're a gym rat, well, what are you committed to at this point? And so at least they're bulletproofing their life against something, I would say. Yeah, exactly. And really when it comes to it, I mean, bulletproofing is being proactive versus reactive in in as many things as you possibly can. Um, So whether that is health and fitness, you know, for families, whether, you know, that's planning for when you go out and I'm sure you have learned this as you've gone along, you know, you can't have too many diapers. You can't have too many diaper wipes. You can't have too many spit rags. Like, <laughs> okay. you know, that's, that's bulletproofing your, your day out or your trip out with the family. Um, but when it all comes back to it, it's, it's having some type of plan. Yeah. And as we've talked about before, like I'm really bad at having a plan. It's not my strong suit. I don't tend to plan long-term. I kind of just go with the flow. But um, what I have seen in doing so is it has really helped me avoid a lot of the pitfalls that I hit beforehand. Um, you know, especially if, you know, we're going to keep referring to this in, in fitness is, you know, vacation coming up. Okay. I've got, you know, three months, let's quit crash diet. Let's lose all the weight. Let's 
it really wasn't bulletproofing. It was just running through the firing line as fast as I possibly could, hoping I didn't get hit too hard. <laughs> um, yep. You know, whereas now it's like, okay, let's not just focus on vacation or for this next thing. It's let's, let's make this an overall life change. Let's really work on the core issues here. And now when I've got that under control, now you can start to, you know, plan and bulletproof the shorter, you know, shorter term goals, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think like, what are some practical things now that we do as, as fathers, as husbands? Um, and I know we've touched on like a little bit of it, but just when it comes down to like the nitty gritty, um, I think too, like the challenge is when you're a parent, uh, for, for instance, and you're trying to stay healthy, you have to have a time away. And that's really hard, I think, for especially for me, man, like that's that's been like tonight, for instance, as we're recording this, my mother in law offered, um, you know, to take my baby, which is great. I mean, they live not far from us. So um, so we're able, you know, we're fortunate enough to have that, which I know I know a lot of people are. I know your parents kind of live out of state. But I mean, just having that time uh, for yourself uh, it's, it's, it's very, very hard for, for my wife, especially, um, because, you know, baby's nine months. So she's, you know, obviously naturally very attached, which there's nothing wrong with that. It's very healthy, but how do you, how do you bulletproof yourself, you know, from, from just basically, um, how do you say it? Basically hiding yourself in the world. Right. So one thing, and I'll, and I'll use my wife as an example. She's done great at this is she joined a group like a fitness group. Right. And so she joined a fitness group that she can take the baby to. And so she, because she was feeling very closed off. Right. I mean, which is natural for a new mom. So I think that's a really good way that she has gotten out in the world and still been able to um, kind of bulletproof herself from feeling like a hermit. I'll put it that way. And so I think like, that's a really good practical way that you can do that. For me, it's the gym, right? For me, it is going to the gym and that's how I look at it. Like I tell my wife, look, like that's, that, that's my time. Like that's my time away. Yeah. Every once in a while we can work out together, but that's my time away. And so I think as parents and, you know, hopefully that's, that's who's listening. And even if not, I mean, you, you still need time to yourself, but just when you're a parent, it becomes more, um, without being, uh, too redundant, it becomes apparent that, that you need some time away. And so, I mean, I would say, I would say that is probably one of the best things that you can do for yourself is pick something that is going to um, draw you away from everything else that, uh, you know, you may feel guilty about or everything else that you, uh, that you feel is maybe emotionally draining, right? You have to recharge essentially. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's, it's funny you talk about, you know, getting time away and whatnot. So uh, yeah, both of our parents live out of town. Um, so we don't, you know, we don't have that luxury to just call them up. But this past month, both parents did come stay at separate times. So we were able to kind of have nights away. And, and it was it was great. It was, you know, my wife and I are not we're not like the couple that likes to go out and party hardy anyway. Like we've really never been been that way. Um, we, we did it, but it was never our first option to go, to go do those which things. Is, which but, is funny, was, which is funny because we met at a party. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we're and we were that way too. We're like, uh, what are we supposed to do now? <laughs> yeah, no, it's like one of those things. It's like that's how I knew it was like meant to be for us to like hang out and become friends because you know definitely wasn't a situation where we typically go do things. We're we're much more of the, let's do something during the day and then you get home and go to sleep by nine Dude, o'clock. I, okay, so I didn't know that about you. That's actually really funny. I I had no clue that you guys. I mean, I mean, not that I think you're a big part of your, but I just didn't know. We would never really had that conversation. But yeah, well, I, I got most of my party meetings out in college, so oh, I'm stupid. I'm over, I'm done and past it. And you know, it's if, if I can stay up past ten o'clock these days, it's it's a miracle. So, but uh, ten, that's like way past my bedtime. Yeah, I know, right? It's like that's pushing it for me. But yeah, and I mean, there's there's things so specifically like you know. A big problem that I have is kind of, you know, doing really, really well during the week and then on the weekends, not doing so hot with my nutrition um, or, you know, finding excuses. So, for example, like Fourth of July is coming up um, and, you know, you know get an excuse to drink a couple extra beers, you know, eat extra food. So just thinking about those things going into it, you know, bulletproofing doesn't mean you have to cut things out completely. It just means you have to kind of be aware of on. So I'm still going to eat the same foods. I'm still going to drink the same drinks that I would have previously in previous years at all these things, all these events. But my knowledge going into it is, okay, well, let's let's maybe prep a little bit going into it. Let's cut down or let's have a lighter breakfast or whatever it might be, you know, to prepare for what's coming. And then just knowing that hey, I don't, I don't need to overindulge or I don't need to do this, mm-hmm. but having that and you know, as we've been referring to it, to bulletproof that specific event, so that way it doesn't, you know, not only affect me then, but then that can mentally affect you down the road um, and cause you to to really struggle, you know, moving forward. But you know, I think it's something that's really, really. It does sound redundant, but it, it really does just go back to having that plan. Yeah, um, knowing what your end goal is. And then figuring out how to protect that goal. That goal becomes, you know, something extremely valuable to you. Uh, back to our example, like the car. You know, your goal is the car. How do you keep it from getting beat up by you know, the hailstorm that is life, everyday life, whether you have kids or not? Um, well, you, you park it in the garage. And the garage are those things that you can control, that you can work on on a daily basis to protect that goal. Yeah, man. And um, you know what? It's funny that you said like there are like, you know, don't, don't stop yourself. Like don't, don't not indulge. Right. Because it's very good for you to do that. So I've always followed like an 80, 20 rule. So, oh yeah. yeah, I mean, which I think a lot of people are familiar with this, but I don't even know where I got that from. Do you remember anything hearing about that i mean i don't remember. yeah I, I don't remember i just remember it's like really big and i think it's from like the flexible dieting movement really uh, oh man that's, yeah that's not me at all so i don't know why i don't know why i'd pick up on that but either way yeah and I, well, they may have a kind of adopted it too whereas like you know eat what you want as long as it kind of fits your macros and you know and it's it really is a good and I could be completely wrong on that. So if anyone listens to this, that's flexible dieting. It's like, no, you're wrong. Like, feel free to just completely berate me in the comments. It's whatever. Yeah, but, sure. um, I mean, artificial, <laughs> artificial, 
artificial sweeteners. Let's uh, let's go there. No, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, sure. So, um, but, <laughs> but no, like, I think I think it's a, a an interesting concept, and I think used properly, the eighty twenty rule is great. Yeah. But I think people who say, "Oh yeah, I apply the eighty twenty rule," they're really probably doing fifty fifty. Yeah, they're half. So I think that's yeah. Yeah, I think that's why it gets such a bad rap. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, for me, and I'm not talking about just diet in general. I'm just talking about everything, you know what I mean? Like, because if you really think about it, like, okay, let's go back to the car thing. So if you, um, you know, if you park your car in the garage and it's a hailstorm, well, dude, if you have a window in that garage, what if for some reason the wind's blowing a certain way and you still end up with a crashed windshield? You know what I mean? I'm, I'm just saying that's it's probably not likely that's going to happen. I mean, there's a very small percentage, but Hey, that percentage exists, but Hey, you've done everything you can to protect that. And I think that's how I've kind of lived my life is like, and then also what is, what is getting the best bang for your buck, no matter what your goal is. So, I mean, if you're um, not saying you're 80% sure you're going to hit that goal, I mean, you're going to hit that goal, but you're protecting yourself a good majority of that. And so how can you still get those results that you want, but then still indulge? You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying like to your point at the same time, I don't think it's a good idea to just have a, uh, like a crap weekend and just eat whatever you want on Saturday and Sunday and then just be really good Monday through Friday. Dude, that's a horrible, I mean, that just does things to your body that you don't want it to do. And then you end up reverting and you can't, you can't stay consistent that way. But I mean, just an 80, 20 rule, you know what I mean? Like, and really take inventory of that, you know, like learn what that is for you. And, um, and that doesn't mean you have to be perfect. You know, it's kind of giving you an excuse and giving you, you know, we're human. So we're not going to be, you know, these awesome almighty, you're probably never going to get to that point where you're a hundred percent satisfied with yourself, but there's no. so many things. There's so many things that you can control. Whereas, um, a lot of people just take the victim mentality. Like, Oh, well, this happened to me. Well, did it happen to you or did you happen to that? You know what I mean? Like, whatever that situation is, like, um, you know, there's just so many scenarios like that. There's too many to go over. But, I mean, really, really think about the last thing that happened to you. I mean, close your eyes, think about that and go, okay, well, gosh, did I have something to do with that? I mean, you got to take some some sort of responsibility um, for those things in your life and, and then learn. I mean, and if you're not learning from that, I mean, if you're done learning, I mean, come on, you're, you're 30, you know I mean? 40, whatever you are, you cannot be done learning. This is a problem I have with like a lot of much older, like elderly people is they're kind of jerks, man, because they're like, Oh, I've lived a long time. So I can just, you know, whatever. And I'm like, no, you still move and be courteous. You know what I mean? Your shopping cart doesn't come towards mine. I mean, that's that. That's one thing that I, I don't think we should ever – I think we should always challenge ourselves because I feel like when we don't try to bulletproof our lives, we we have basically given up on ourselves at that point. I mean, to a point. Like, we've given up on that area of life. And so that's my yeah. challenge to you guys is, like, really – really look at that, you know, look at yourself because that does affect your health. It does affect your fitness. Um, this is what separates people that get results, uh, versus the ones that get very average results. And I know this because I've trained literally, I've trained over 
over a thousand sessions in my life easily. I mean, probably more, I mean, thousands upon thousands, probably five to 10,000 sessions in my, in my career. And I, and I can tell literally from like day one, what type of client this is going to be, you know? Okay. Are you, so now like to the point now I have, I have a criteria if I'm working with you online or whatever it is, I have a criteria. Look, you're going to do this for six months or we're not going to do it at all because I need some kind of proof and some kind of um, just something from you that says, OK, well, I'm, I'm going to commit to this for six months because I know you can create a habit out of that. You're not going to create a habit in 10 days. I mean, it's just not going to happen. So, yeah. but, yeah, that's kind of my yeah. take on that and my, and my challenge on that. But yeah, so for me, you know, and kind of going back to the car example and indulging, you know, a little bit here and there is, you know, you, you have to do those things. You can't completely cut out things you enjoy because that is the same thing as having this awesome, nice car that you take care of, but you keep it in the garage locked up and you never take it out and drive it. Um, and ultimately, if what you're doing isn't fun or it isn't ultimately leading to the better life that you wanted in the first place you end up resenting the thing that's that's keeping you from doing it so when i started on this fitness journey the whole reason i did it was to have a have better quality of life to enjoy life more you know than when i was unhealthy and so if the very thing that is supposed to get me there ends up making me hate or resent fitness and, and if I can't go out and enjoy a beer or enjoy a hamburger every once in a while, then yeah. what's the point? Um, and that's, that's my ultimate goal uh, with this. So am I ever going to have a bodybuilding physique? No, I, but I don't want it. You know, that's, that's the thing. And there's nothing wrong with wanting it. Um, but you have to, that's where it comes back to having to know the goal and bulletproofing versus just completely being irrational and shutting things down. Yeah, man. And, you know, it's funny as we talk about this because I'm thinking, God, this was the whole reason that we started this podcast to begin with, because we wanted to give realistic results, um, not realistic results, but just like, hey, like be real with each other. You know, what I mean, be honest. Um, I mean, that, this is the whole reason for, for uh, Gym Fix. So the goal is to really you know, uh, get, get people results that haven't seen results in a long time, um, or ever for that matter, but also do it under the standard that we understand this is life. I mean, we really do like Taylor and I, I mean, you know, as much as we talk and, and, you know, as much as we, um, you know, agree and disagree on things, gosh, the one, I mean, the major thing that we can agree on, which is 99% of everything is that you can re you know, you can achieve, um, you know, a good physique, you know, you, you know, you can achieve a good life. You can achieve a good diet. You can achieve all these things, but, but the difference, like I said earlier is, is, is putting in that work, you know, putting in, you know, what it is and learning what it is to make that work for you, but also get the same, you know, get the best bang for your buck. Well, which is why we talk about the 80, 20 rule, right? Like, can you get the best bang for your buck for, for 80%, you know, whatever you want. Now, some days you're going to be 100. I mean, that's great. But, I mean, some days, you know, some days it's going to be a little bit lower. But we know realistically having kids, having a family, having a busy life, whatever it is for you, you know, you can you can make this happen. And so we've done it. We're, you know, we are proof of it right now. 
as we are living our lives, you know, Taylor's got, um, you know, one, one boy right now and he's got another kid on the way. I mean, I have, I have a nine month old. I'm definitely going to have more kids. So, I mean, it's, but it's like, I'm also committed to my health as much as I'm committed to my family, because if I'm not, if I'm not committed to my health, then I'm not committed to my family, you know, at the same time, because you're going, gosh, well, how long do I have left? You know I mean? You can let yourself go. Um, and, and, you know, I've seen this time and time again, you know, I've seen dads not be able to play with their sons. You know what I mean? Like I've, I've literally seen this happen to where a dad walks on a field, uh, a soccer field with his son and his son says, dad, will you play with me? And the son said, yeah. And oh, I'm sorry. And the dad said, yeah. And the dad starts playing and literally not even, gosh, not even five, 10 minutes later, the dad looks at the kid and goes, Hey, I can't do this anymore. You know what I mean? I can't, I can't do this anymore. And dude, do you know how much that get, like that was before I had kids. I saw that and that got me, you know what I mean? That got me hard and I'm going, gosh, like I will never, I, I want to never let myself get to that point. Because just the the look yeah. of disappointment in that in that kid's face was just then he's playing by himself. You know, what I mean, he doesn't have a dad anymore, essentially. In that, and 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 that's who we're speaking to. You know, what I mean, um, and if you see any any value in that, um, I mean, really start to take inventory of that. That might be a little deep for the podcast, but whatever, that's what it's for. Um, oh, I think. I mean, I think you just laid out the perfect situation for bulletproofing your life because it's. When you become a parent, and for people who aren't parents who are listening to this, you know, bear with us. Like, you're not only bulletproofing your life at that point, but you're bulletproofing your family. Good point. Uh, I'm I'm doing this not only for me, not for personal reasons alone, but the better that I am, the better I can be for my family. And just like you said, like my biggest fear was. And I can't, I can't do the things that I used to be able to do. Um, and, and I'll never look back and I'll never probably be able to be what I was in high school or college or whatever, you know, but I can be better in certain areas. I can be good enough to, to do those things with my kid as he grows up. Um, that's, that's the whole purpose. And those are the things that I'm going to work on bulletproofing. And those are the you know, the armor that I'm going to be working on to, to get there is, is just my health and fitness and everything that I can do, you know, along that way are just steps to help protect me against being able to do mm-hmm. things. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I agree with all that. I think that's, I mean, I, I mean, I think that's a good, I mean, I think this episode was really good to, um, to be an eye opener. I mean, even, even to us as well. I mean, just, I mean, just talking about it in general, obviously we don't rehearse this, so, I mean, just, just talk, gosh, I mean, it really does make you think, man, yeah, I mean, there's, there are things I can do better in. So, um, well, well, cool guys. Hey, you want to tell us, uh, you want to tell them how they can find us and, and go off from there? Yeah. So, so you can obviously keep listening to us here, um, in pretty much any platform. Uh, I like how said at the beginning, like it, subscribe, review, download, Um, but also interact, you know, ask us questions. Probably the best way to do it is through uh, Instagram or Facebook. You can find us on both of those uh, at gym fix fitness. Um, Like we've said before, we would love to 
get any any feedback, any input that, that y'all have. Um, we want to answer questions. We want to communicate with y'all directly, um, you know, cover any topics that you guys have. But, yeah, let us know what your thoughts are. Uh, give us a follow on, on social media and, uh, you know, tune in next week for, uh, for our next episode. Next Thursday. Let's do it. Every Thursday. All right, man. Good talk. Awesome. Well, hey, y'all have a good week and have a good 4th of July. You'll probably already have had it by then, but I know I plan to. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. Talk to you later. All right, guys. Have a good one. Bye.